Welcome back, everyone, to the Men on a Mission podcast. I'm your host, Brad Richard, and shortly we will be starting our next episode. We will be providing you tools, resources, and information that you can use to make your life just a little bit better. But before we do that, let's honor our country, and then we'll begin the podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to the Men on a Mission podcast. I'm your host, Brad Richard, and uh, I want to let you know tonight's episode, I believe it's episode 52, but uh, I'll I'll check myself later in the show notes. I'll have the right episode uh, in the show notes there for you. So tonight, we have multiple guests on with us. Uh, We have Colin uh, Baden, we have Kyle McLaughlin, and Christopher Lees, and all these gentlemen are, are associated with or um, part of a much larger group called Infinite Hero Foundation. And actually, Colin is with, uh, with Infinite Hero Foundation. And tonight, we're going to talk about a, a, an event that's coming up. Uh, I believe it's starting in September and then through October and November. And it is the Infinite Heroes Honor Challenge. And I'm going to let them tell you about it. It's an exciting event. It is a, uh, it's a challenge, it's an honored challenge, and our military uh, vets are going to be participating in this event, along with uh, um, the Infinite Hero Foundation and Tough Mudders. Uh, Kyle is with Tough Mudders, and he's going to tell us uh, their aspect or their part of it. So uh, it's going to be a great episode, and we're going to find out all about the event, and uh, I hope the listeners will really get jazzed about this event. I'm, I'm excited about it. Let me tell you a little bit about Infinite Hero Foundation, and, uh, and then we'll get started, and I'll introduce my guest to you tonight. There are three of them, and we may go a little longer than an hour, but we're going to try to keep it to an hour. So the Infinite Hero Foundation, here is their mission statement. Uh, the mission of the Infinite Hero Foundation is to combat the most difficult frontline issues, mental and physical, facing military heroes and their families. Their pledge is as follows. Infinite Heroes pledge to those who have risked their lives is to reward their sacrifice and bravery with support that articulates our gratitude. We partner with like-minded organizations to provide access to innovative rehabilitation programs that address the unique needs of veterans and their families. The measure of our impact is positive outcomes 
not merely gestures. Like the heroes we serve, we refuse to shy away from a challenge. Where boundaries exist, we will plow through them. That's definitely sounds like a military pledge. So that's uh, uh, just a starter. And I want to, at this time, I want to uh, bring in Colin Baden. And uh, he is with the Infinite Hero Foundation. Colin, if you can tell the listeners and myself a little, a little bit about the foundation, uh, when it started, and work your way into this event, the Infinite Hero Honor Challenge coming up this fall. Sure. Um, uh, for, I, I used to work for an organization uh, called Oakley. Uh, they're pretty well known for eyewear. Um, probably what they're not well known for is uh, the way the company supports uh, our military partners uh, around the globe. And if I look back at my 21 year history with Oakley, um, the work that we got to do with uh, our military uh, partners was the most rewarding. And it was rewarding on um, many different levels. Um, the most important of which was uh, all the great relationships uh, that we developed over the years that while I was with the company. Um, there's an individual who still works at, at Oakley today. His name is Eric Poston. And essentially he and I are partners in crime for making this, this project the su success that it is. Um, he and I um, you know, got, to, got to know some really wonderful people in all different parts of our armed forces here in the United States. And it was a great partnership. We made some really, uh, and continue to do, uh, build some really great product that, that serves these guys and girls in the field. Uh, an unfortunate uh, downside to that relationship is when you've been at war for as long as we have, there, there are days where you find yourself in a pretty dark place because someone you know and cared about is coming home uh, injured or they're not coming home at all. And uh, I remember one particularly stressful day, we lost a large group of, of Navy SEALs in, in one horrific uh, event. And uh, I, I, uh, I just, it, it, it just made me want to contribute in some way. And my, in my limited rational thought was I could, uh, I could join one of these armed services branches and, and take the place of someone else and thereby you know, save a life. And uh, my wife watched me throughout the afternoon try to join uh, every branch of our armed services. And I found out quickly that when you're uh, 55 years old, that's, that's just not going to happen. And so I called up Eric and I said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty shaken up about this. And I, I feel like we need to get some skin in the game. And he said, I feel exactly the same way. And we decided to uh, create an organization that, that could help support our veterans, but support them in a, in a, in a unique way in that we would, we would focus on being 
a venture capitalist, if you will. And like Oakley, you know, we weren't normal. We did crazy stuff. And I, we were always successful when we, you know, came out a problem uh, looking at it upside down and backwards. And, and uh, so our, our focus was that we, we would invest in some really crazy ideas about a healthy, help this community. And, uh, you know, over time, those ideas became solidified into very specific areas where we had proven success. And of course, we had some failures, but we also had some amazing accomplishments. And, and I feel like we've put together a group of specialists, uh, including our great board, who helped decide how to invest in this community and, and really make a difference. Um, we, uh, we typically focus on five key areas. Uh, one is brain health. Uh, another is suicide prevention, uh, family support, and uh, of course, obviously, physical rehabilitation. And uh, some of our, our best wins, uh, one of which Chris, Chris was part of, uh, had to do with with brain health, and I'm 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 ecstatic that uh, since its inception in 2012, we put five million dollars to work into this great group of people, and uh, I think I think it really made a difference. And it's 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 probably the one thing about my life I'll look back on is that, you know something that I'm most proud of. Wow, it it sounds like uh, it, it sounds like Colin like there's a lot of elements or a lot of aspects to it. Did you say what, what year did you start the foundation? We founded the, we started the, the foundation in 2012 and okay. it's uh, carried forward ever since. Wow. Now is, is the foundation, do you have like a national reach or is it confined to, you know, a few States? I would, I, well, you know, it, it, it's interesting that a, a Good deal of the support started in Southern California, which is where the Oakley's corporate headquarters are located. Uh, Oakley has an uh, has at, had at the time and still does today an Italian parent company, who has been incredibly supportive and uh, of of our mission. Um, so our our biggest base has been Southern California. Uh, but we've also had some really good su success with um, uh, partners that uh, are located in uh, in Denver, Colorado. Um, we 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 were able to drive a lot of growth in the in the foundation base just through those two channels. Um, we also had the blessings of a really great family that supported a nitro fuel funny car that went all around the country uh, and uh, and uh, we were able to, to garner quite a bit of investment, but I couldn't say it was focused on any particular partnership other than this fan base that absolutely loves the mission, absolutely loves it. Um, that 
that that partnership is, has uh, has ended, but the, the the payback from the investment has been has been incredible. Wow. Um, which kind of brings us to why we're on this call today, and that you know what, what I think made Oakley very successful in its business was its authenticity, and so when our uh, director Courtney was looking for ways to expand Infinite Heroes Reach. Um, of course, we're, we're, we're always looking at partners that that build the narrative, right? That, that like, oh, that that they're with that group uh, makes absolute sense because uh, you know the personalities, uh, the brand, if you will, are very you know aligned in in a purpose. And I think it it uh, it makes our particular community, uh, the vet space, you know, get, it gives us credibility in an area where it's it's paramount that you have it. It's it's absolutely paramount that you have it. You you have to walk the walk. Mm -hmm. And that's and that's where tough mutters come in. Yeah. Uh, they they have teamed up with you. And uh, and they are 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 your partner in the Infinite Hero Honor Challenge, um, Kyle. I think you're uh, you're still there, right? I'm with you, Brad. Okay, cool. Yeah, I I know that you had to that you had to step away from the video part. Um, now, Kyle, you are with Tough Mutters, and I'm sure a lot of my listeners um, may know <laughs> uh, may know about your company. But can you tell us a little bit about your company? and how you and Colin have kind of come together to put this event together. Cause it's, I think it's going to be epic. And I hope we get a lot of, uh, I hope we get a lot of mainstream media coverage on it. Uh, I'm sure you guys are working on that as far as, you know, uh, the, the, the press aspect of it, but tell us a little bit of, uh, more about Tough Mudders and what you're doing along with Colin and the foundation uh, to, to launch this event coming up in the fall. Well, thanks, Brad, for having us. Uh, Honored to be with you here on the podcast and, and certainly talking to your community. You know, Tough Mudder was founded in 2010 and, uh, you know, and since, its, since its early days has deep roots uh, and close connections with the military community. You know, our founders uh, were Brits, but you know, members of British Special Forces and a lot of the, you know, the early kind of roots of Tough Mudder were inspired by things that they experienced you know, in their military service. Uh, you know, Tough Mudder, since our early days and still through to today, you know, a household name in obstacle course racing, uh, but we're not a competitive event you now. So unlike those who are you know, out running for, for medals, for podium places, for, you know, for ranking on a leaderboard, Tough Mudder has always been about doing really hard things together you know, and persevering and enduring through you know, what, what we create as a manufactured you know, uh, set of challenges, crawling under barbed wire and climbing over you know, uh, 40 foot tall cargo nets and charging through electrified wires and you know, all of the, the crazy challenges that we, that we give to people, uh, but we do them as a team. You know, there is no, you know, there's no ranking. There's no sense of, you know, who's the, the first person or the fastest person or the fittest person. And our ethos has always been about teamwork and camaraderie and grit, uh, which is, has given us, you know, sort of to Colin's point, the, the alignment with you know, the military community and being able to welcome a number of veterans and active duty military members to Tough Mudder events over the years. Uh, you know, because the, the experience that they have with us, you know, while certainly, 
uh, fun and enjoyable you now resonates with the same kind of foundation of teamwork and leaving no man behind that they experience you now uh, on the battlefield. Um, you know, the Infinite Hero Foundation wrote, reached out to us uh, back in the early part of this year, you know, seeking a, a platform to be able to expand, you know, awareness of the organization and reach and be able to raise critical funds for the programs that Colin spoke of. And, you know, we have been uh, in search of, of a new charity partner. We've worked previously with Wounded Warrior Project and Team Rubicon, you know, both uh, two closely affiliated military charities, obviously. And, you know, we've always had the concept to be able to create a, a challenge that you know drew its inspiration from you know, special forces training and you know, some of the the you know extreme endurance and team building activities that you'd find you know uh, on on and off of a you know, military training course and bring that to Tough Mudder you know and bring an experience that you know wasn't just about you know, putting in miles and doing obstacles but involved you know forcing people into you know overcoming physical and mental challenges and you know, creating unique challenges and problems that they had to solve together as a team. Uh, and out of that was born the, the Infinite Hero Honor Challenge. So in four events this fall, uh, starting on the 20th anniversary of 9-11 uh, in, in New Jersey, we will you now bring groups of, of people out to Tough Mudder courses. Uh, those who have you know, signed up to take on uh, what will be a full day experience uh, as a team, you know, broken up into groups of 22, they will partake in you know, an event experience that is part obstacle course, part overland navigation, part you know, kind of endurance experience. Uh, they'll be given a set of missions to achieve and accomplish together as a team, uh, all the while kind of uh, learning critical pieces about you know, the Infinite Hero Foundation's mission, uh, and they will have each raised you know, $500 to participate in this event. Uh, the event experience itself, Brad, was designed by Evan Preparis, who's a, a professional obstacle course racer, but also uh, a longtime member of Army Special Forces, still active duty today. Uh, and he'll be, you know, shepherding and, you know, kind of being the, you know, the unit leader and team leader for these groups as they embark on their courses this fall. Wow. Yeah, it's, it, it uh, to the listeners, this is going to be big. So you need to mark your calendar <laughs> and if you can attend the, uh, you know, any of these four locations and, and Kyle can kind of fill us in uh, on the other locations, but it does start in the tri-states area, you know, New Jersey in September, how many separate teams, you, you said teams of 22. So each team has 22 members. Is that correct? Yeah, we're, we're going to break everybody into units, Brad, and we pick 22 is that that number obviously has a lot of significance you know, to the cause here. But the right. you know, we will we will take as many teams as, as we can get. You know, this challenge is scalable uh, and, and we're excited to break them up. So whether you're coming with you know, with friends, with battle buddies you know, or you're coming by yourself, you know, you'll get grouped together and your team will form that day. And trust me, you know, uh, it's amazing to see how fast teams come together with the challenges that we put in front of them. Uh, but as you mentioned, Brad, we are kicking off on 9-11 uh, in New Jersey. Uh, we then head to uh, to Washington, D.C., uh, and we're just outside of the D.C. area in Maryland uh, on October 16th. We'll be outside of L.A. and San Bernardino on October 23rd, and then finishing up uh, not just in your backyard uh, in Dallas on November 6th. Awesome. So California, Texas, Washington, D.C., uh, Washington DC is an obstacle course all by itself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the New Jersey area, 
Um, now I'll, we're going to have in the show notes, we're going to have links. Um, we're going to have a lot of information in the show notes and, and uh, bios and information, and we'll have the dates in the show notes. So you don't have to write them down. Uh, the dates will be in the show notes um, along, along with everything else, uh, you know, for the podcast. So it, the, the event, um, if, if either Colin or Kyle, if, if one of you can address going through the course and, and having, you know, that, that group of 22, okay. Uh, going through the course, the course isn't designed to have any, any necessarily winners. Okay. Tell the listeners what the purpose of the course is and, and what's, what's the ultimate goal. So the, there is no winners, right? And and sort of true to the Tough Mudder ethos and, and honestly true to Infinite Hero Foundation's mission, this is about building unbreakable teams you know, and helping people breaking through you know, the, the perceived boundaries that exist in front of them. So our teams will start the day with a map you know, and that map has a number of mission locations marked on it. Uh, but no path on how to get there. You know? So they'll be set out across, you know, many of our properties are, are well over a thousand acres. Uh, and as a team, they'll need to you know, identify a leader and who's going to, you know, to lead that group. Uh, they'll need to navigate you know, to the mission locations and complete the missions, you know, some of which will involve some of our existing Tough Mudder obstacles. Uh, and they may need to do certain features of them differently than you would if you were doing a regular Tough Mudder event. You know, we've got a large you know, quarter pipe wall that people have to run up at a regular Tough Mudder. They're going to do it blindfolded you know, here at the, you know, the Honor Challenge, and they're going to have to talk each other through you know, how to get up it because their eyesight's going to be removed. There's a number of other challenges where they're going to have to you know, recover or rescue an object, you know, and things include something very heavy but small that only one person can carry, but they've got to carry it with them through the rest of the day. So as a group, they'll need to rotate carrying this object, uh, passing it from one to the other. Now, there'll be another object that's very large but not heavy, uh, but requires multiple people to carry it. You know? And as a team, they'll have to come together and carry that with them through the rest of the day. They're going to recover another object that's very fragile, uh, and they'll have to protect it and sort of keep it from breaking as they continue on their course and continue navigation. So all of these challenges, you know, meant to sort of you know, force that that teamwork bond, right, and to bring people together, some of whom may know each other prior, some of whom are meeting for the first time, but to you know to be able to form an, a team that is you know in the field in live time trying to solve a number of problems, trying to achieve a series of missions. Uh, and determining you know, how they can best support each other in the process. Uh, and that team will move at the speed of the slowest person. You know, there's, you know, that, that group of 22 moves together, whether they're running or walking, you know, they're gonna get each other through it. Uh, and just finishing this is sort of honor enough. You know, it doesn't matter how fast you do it. You know, when you complete your missions, you, know, you return to the base, you, know, you, you provide your mission proof uh, and everybody walks away you know, with that mission completion patch. Yeah, that's yeah, that sounds amazing. And all along, um, it, it's it the event is about ten hours. Is that right? At each of the four locations, that, that's how long we're estimating that most groups will take to complete the missions. So you now, faster ones may do it a little quicker. You now, slower ones may take a little bit longer. But uh, but ten hours is is what we're estimating. They'll start yeah. early on a Saturday morning and, and wrap up by around sundown. Wow! And then all along the way. It, there's a fundraising aspect to it, it to fund the infinite hero foundation and all the work that Colin, you know, and his group is doing uh, there at the foundation. 
um, to turn that back into helping veterans uh, in need in, in those areas that he spoke of. Is that correct? So every participant, when they sign up for the event, they can sign up at toughmutter.com uh, and look for the infinite hero in our, our find an event section. Uh, every participant agrees to either make a, an outright donation at the time of registration, uh, $400 to the infinite hero foundation, or agrees to raise $500 from their network. Uh, and together you know, with infinite hero, we set them up with a fundraising page that they can send out via email to their network. They can post on social media. They can share with friends and family and coworkers. Uh, and collect you know five, ten, twenty-five dollar donations towards their five hundred dollar fundraising goal. Uh, so you know, as as we pull through this, you know, uh, not only with uh, with individuals, but we've got uh, corporate groups who are sponsoring teams. Uh, we've got other you know, charity partners who are sponsoring teams. So you know, we're looking forward to you know, be able to create a, a robust fundraising platform to help you know, fund the vital work that Infinite Hero is doing. Yeah, that's that's a that's amazing. Um... Yeah, I just I can't you know I can't say enough about the concept, the idea, uh, the the events. I, I wish I could attend all four. Uh, I will be attending live. You know, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there in person and in in the Dallas uh, the Dallas event. Uh, I, I you know it's pretty close. It's it's in my backyard as as you say, and so uh, I definitely want to want to be there for that event. Um, Colin, I wanted to um, ask you what, what are some of the goals, uh, you know, you know, just give us a couple goals that you hope that the event is gonna, is, I mean, it's gonna create an enormous awareness of your foundation, but, but ultimately what, what do you hope comes out of this? And, and is this the first time you've held this event? Well, it's the first time we've changed a partnership model and brought in a whole new organization to help us do this work. So it is a, it's a, it's a big deal from a historical standpoint. Um, so I'm, I'm aspirational that a critical component of awareness and the needs of this community, uh, you know, could be, uh, you know, addressed through this, this type of investment. Uh, that we're going to be making, I think, uh, you know, his, historically we've always had uh, one or two uh, grant distri distribution moments each year, and it would be my aspiration that you know the this kind of work will lead to a significant um, uh, grant program with a great grant committee. Uh, they'll meet. Uh, We'll invest in new things. We'll invest in things that are just working, but haven't quite got the inertia going to be self-sustaining. As soon as one of our, our investment projects is self-sustaining, you know, we're off to the next thing. Uh, and, you know, hats off to the, to the group that got, the, you know, their, their program, you know, in a place that it's a, a, a working functioning business of helping vets with whatever technology uh, that they, they have identified and invested in. So, you know, those, those two things are, are the most important piece of this experience that we, we build awareness for our mission uh, and that we are able to continue to fund our grant committee. Uh, we, have, we operate under a, 
a pretty low overhead. We have two employees and a giant volunteer service group at Oakley. So, you know, we, we try to keep our overhead down and we try to, to, to carry a big stick when it comes to, you know, our voice on the planet. Mm -hmm. I, <clears throat> I, I would think that um, after the four events reach completion, and, you know, you, you, the aspirations that you speak of, you know, they, they come to fruition and, and, and you kind of measure, you know, uh, the results from the four locations. Um, do you see this being repeated like on an annual basis and, and expanding maybe to some other cities or other cities wanting to, you know, maybe host the event there or, or does that have, have a lot to do with Tough Mudders? and where they're located at. Well, unfortunately, we live in a world where uh, there's conflict. So we will always have a need for this work. And, and, and I, you know, my aspirations are that, that it is incredibly successful and it does grow. And like many of the things that we've invested in the past, it becomes a sustainable part of our our landscape. Terrific. Now, Kyle, um, the Tough Mutters, you have your uh, courses set up in obviously, you know, these four areas. Um, do you have um, do you have an obstacle course setting set up in other areas besides just these four? We have 20 events around the country you know, here in, in 2021. We're about halfway through our season. Uh, and I'm actually calling you from Chicago this weekend. Uh, we've got a large event uh, kicking off in two days. Uh, but we've got another 32 on the calendar for next year. And you know, regardless of, you know, of how many of them kind of carry an Infinite Hero Honor Challenge, you know, the work that Infinite Hero is doing is, is very closely aligned with our own you know, mission and goals. Uh, and we're, we're excited to be able to support them in what they're doing and, and hope to be able to continue to grow and expand the partnership. Excellent. Um, the thing that stands out to me, you know, as, as, as a host, um, all of my episodes are about the men and women of our armed forces and their families. And my purpose, my mission, uh, as, as the host of this podcast and, and what I do uh, is creating that camaraderie and the fellowship and the team building and the leadership aspect uh, in the vets that I work with. I, I do have several mentoring clients that I work with. Several of them are veterans. And this particular event uh, along, you know, Tough Mudders, teaming up with Infinite Hero Foundation, this event, I think, is the perfect template to bring veterans together, you know, in a common purpose or a common mission. And the element of camaraderie is there. The element of support is there. There is a lot of organizations and a lot of help out there for our veterans. Obviously not enough because we are losing 22, 24, 26, depending on, you know, what statistic, uh, statistical group you look at. But this event 
is is actually bringing them together and putting them back on the battlefield in a sense where they can have something to move forward and and they they can have that mission like come alive again within within them so that you know it aligns with my goals and my mission as well uh, and that's i just think it's it's going to be a very exciting event and uh yeah i just can't wait for it to to get started in in september um gentlemen we're going to take a short break when we get back from the break in our second segment we are going to speak with uh with chris lees and he uh has a story to share about the infinite hero foundation and we're going to get kind of his take on the on the event and and we're going to hear from chris uh directly and uh and get his input and we'll also you know talk further with kyle and colin so stay with us and we will be back after a short break uh you've been hearing all about the infinite hero foundation the honor challenge and they have teamed up with tough mutters and this event is going to uh, be unleashed this fall so stay tuned and we'll be right back after a short break welcome our new sponsor scars and stripes coffee company they empower veterans to build their own business using their e-commerce platform when you purchase from scars and stripes coffee you are buying from a veteran and your purchase directly impacts the men and women who have served our country do more than say thank you for your service order today and empower a veteran use vet code brad richard at scarsandstripescoffee.com that's scarsandstripescoffee.com hey welcome back to the second part of the men on a mission podcast we have been speaking with uh, colin baden he is with the infinite hero foundation and kyle mclaughlin who is with tough mutters and they have been telling us about the infinite hero honor challenge it is a obstacle mission driven uh day uh, a whole day event that's going to take place in september uh in the new jersey area and then dc and in california in october and then in november the event's going to take place in the dallas area so uh welcome back uh to everyone uh i'm glad you guys stayed with me to the second segment but uh, we're going to find out more about the honor challenge and uh, and we we talked to Colin and Kyle in the first segment, but I want to introduce you to uh, Chris or Christopher Lees, and he has had direct involvement with the Infinite Hero Foundation. So, uh, Chris, welcome to the podcast. And uh, if you could tell the listeners a little bit about uh, your story, your backstory, and your involvement with the Infinite Hero Foundation, and uh, and why it's so important to you, and why you're here tonight. Thanks, Brad. Um, I'd love to. So I was first introduced to Infinite Hero, gosh, I started at my current organization, <clears throat> used to be called Young's Market Company, we're now a Republic National Distrib Distributing Company, and uh, I met a gentleman there by the name of Bonner Paddock, he was a really great friend, and uh, he said, Chris, this was uh, 2012, you need to, uh, you need to you need to go meet the folks at Infinite Hero. And I said, okay, I'll, I'll do that. And, you know, I kind of procrastinated because I was busy with work and everything else and traveling. And he's, you know, as, as time went on, I'd say about another year and year and a half or so, he said, you know, uh, I, you know, we shared some things, uh, his struggles in life and mine as well. 
And uh, he says, you know, you really need to talk to them. They've got a summit coming up and you really need to go. And uh, I'll get you introduced to Colin. I'll get you introduced to the, the executive director over there and just listen to what they have to say. Look at the program. If you don't like it, you don't have to do anything. Just, you know, walk out, whatever. And uh, I did. So I went to the summit and I was pretty blown away by the things that I saw. Um, I'm, uh, I'm not one to always just jump in on the bandwagon of things. And uh, there, there are a, a ton of veteran groups out there that, you know, have, have the right intentions, but don't always have the follow through, but there's also a, a ton out there that, that didn't have the right intentions. And, and how do you know the difference when you're a veteran just seeking help? Um, so just, you know, there was some bad press for some of those organizations. And, and so I just said, you know, I'm, I'm like most other vets, self-help is where I'm at and, uh, the VA will fill in the gaps and that's it. I'm, I'm busy working and, and raising a family. So, um, but anyways, back to this to summit. So I went to uh, Oakley headquarters, met Colin, and uh, was pretty blown away by the scientists and doctors that were surrounding him and just, and, and the things that they had to say, and they were very uh, down to earth folks. They could, they could tell within five, five questions, you know, that uh, I was a qualified candidate for, uh, for a program for PTSD. And uh, which was, I guess, uh, you know, something I was fooling myself about for, for a while, because A, I didn't know what was going on, and B, uh, not understanding what's going on, but still having the effects in your life, being a different person, being, you know, somebody that's aggressive when you're not normally aggressive, you know, some of your, your behaviors change. Um, my family could see it, uh, they could feel it, and, um, and I'm pretty sure, you know, uh, I was a different person at work, too, and, um, you know, not everybody's going to tell you that the honest truth, obviously your circle of trust will, which is your family. So my family, you know, definitely let me know I had some, some things to, to, to make right. So um, it took me a while to, uh, to actually open up to the point where I was ready. Um, and that's just a personal thing that, that most veterans go through. As you know, Brad, I mean, this is something that's not easy for, for somebody to admit they have something going on that they, that they are not in control of. And uh, especially when, you know, by textbook definition, before it was actually kind of widely known as it is now PTS, TBI, uh, you know, which is something else, by the way, that I want to I want to make sure that everybody understands is my awareness, my awareness level of the things that were going on with our veterans was only what I heard on the local news. It wasn't something that I even intimately knew, yet I'm a card carrying member, VA, uh, you know, disabled veteran and, uh, and I get the majority of my medical care through them. And, and it's not, not to make this about the VA, but this is about alternative choices in life that we have uh, because of uh, the Infinite Hero Foundation, because of you know, Tough Mudder, because of the folks out there that are trying to kind of think of another way. Um, so going in there, getting, uh, getting treatment for uh, or I'm sorry, PTSD was, was something that helped me immensely. And, and specifically, I went through uh, magnetic resonance therapy, which is, uh, in layman's terms, it basically normalizes the frontal cortex there and shakes up the blood. And it, it takes your, your hot spots to a, to a nice, cool spot, or at least a warm spot. And that's where your decision making's at. That's where your emotions run hot. And that's where you're you know, you're really uh, either on edge or, or, or paying attention emotionally. And, um, and when you've got PTS or TBI, 
that's the part that's the uncontrollable portion that you you really can't control. It it really is a temperature thing. And so getting your your brain mapped uh, for the first time is an interesting science project, but it's also very very revealing for the soul. It's very uh, it's intimate. Um, it's 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 in your face. You can't change it, right? It's something that you're like, wow, okay, what does that mean? And then you get the explanation of the colors. You get the explanation of of uh, you know, how come you're having these outbursts? How come you're having these uh, repressive thoughts? How come you're missing sleep? How come you're having nightmares and sweats? And how come your, your uh, anger level is just already sitting at a 10 waiting for something to happen and you're just on edge and, you know, road rage is through the roof. And normally I'm the guy that's, you know, throws some music on and, and likes to cruise. And, and that wasn't the case. I was a very NASCAR evasive maneuver guy all of a sudden. And, and, you know, if somebody cut me off, I let them know that I wasn't happy about it. And that's, that's not me by nature either. So um, on top of that, I was, you know, a security forces guy in the Air Force. So, you know, there was a lot of that packed in training that just became part of who I was that, you know, never have your back to the front, you know, to the entrance of the room and all of those other like security one-on-one things that, you know, that, that, that means control for you. And that means that, you know, if you don't have those, those boxes checked, you're out of control, right? Or you feel very anxious and nervous about the situation. And, you know, you could be at a donut shop and guess what? It feels like you're in some place you're supposed to be guarding. And that's not right. You're supposed to be having a coffee and, and a donut and, and relaxing and, and maybe having a good conversation or reading the newspaper, not worrying about, you know, worst case scenario, somebody coming in and holding the joint up or, or yeah, I got to protect this uh, area of responsibility. So, um, anyway, so I went through that, uh, I believe in total, I did it for eight weeks. Um, and it was, uh, I got to tell you the first, first night was, uh, immediate. I got sleep. Uh, the, the, the great part about the, the way that the science works is it, it releases dopamine to the body. So immediately I had clarity. I was driving from the, uh, the brain treatment center in my way to work. And I was just so clear on things I had to do for the day, clear on, on, I got to call my wife and tell her that I have emotions right now. I can't really, uh, make out other than I'm happy and not that I was an unhappy person, but you know, when you, when you drive home and you don't remember the drive home, cause you got so much on your mind and then you pull in your driveway and you're like, wow, I don't, I can't tell you what song was on the radio. I can't tell you if anybody cut me off. I, I can't remember the drive home. You know, did I go on the toll road? I don't remember. You know, your your body starts taking over and you're either asleep at the wheel, literally, or or you're you're just so, I don't know, just spent, right? And when you don't get sleep, by the way, uh, with PTS and TBI, that's what happens. You're, you're physically you look awake, but uh, your, your brain starts shutting down. And when your brain starts shutting down, other parts of your body start shutting down. And that little more personal history there, um, I've had that happening to me too. So the, the timing of this summit to go listen to uh, Infinite talk about these things and then have, have all of these presentations about iBot and have presentations about the exoskeleton to help people walk and these, you know, reattaching limbs for, for folks that, you know, had, uh, you know, roadside bomb, you know, injuries and things like that. I really did think I was, I was watching a sci-fi movie, you know, in that auditorium and it was, it was eye-opening to see that there was so much thought into uh, what, what people said was impossible, was important to say isn't impossible. 
And uh, so that was my first, okay, that, that challenge, they, they definitely met with, with flying colors. I don't think I've ever seen a doctor from uh, USC and a doctor from UCLA in the same room together with respect uh, until, the, until they showed us that video where they were doing this, uh, you know, reattaching limbs and, and everybody leaving their, their, their rank and their school and their, their, you know, their private life at the door and coming in to just get the mission done. And, and ever since then, I've been uh, just, I don't know, I'll, I'll, I'll say it to whoever needs to hear it, you know, Infinite Hero is definitely uh, has helped me. Um, I didn't mention this yet, but the uh, the red tape factor is definitely something that you know most veterans are used to with the VA. They're they're used to with uh, even private care. You know, just trying to see the right doctor for the right thing. You have to have a diagnosis, or you have to have a you know referral and all these other things just to be able to get to the next step, which is then get the next layer of guy that's guy or gal that's going to tell you, oh, you know what, you have to have this criteria before you can actually see the specialist, and you know. Cutting that red tape is what Infinite does. You know, um, they're not the doctors, but they realize who the doctors are, and they make sure that the, the red tape is cut because most of those, stock, they don't do it for free, by the way. But it, but it is something that these organizations that they partner with, it is a passion point for them. So they don't just bring people in the door that have a solution. They they bring people that have, you know, the the esprit de corps like Kyle, right, and and Tough Mudder. I mean, they're. You know, they're rocking it with Tough Mudder and they have been for a very long time. And, uh, and the reason they're successful is because that whole event is based on esprit de corps. It doesn't matter if you're in the military. It doesn't matter if you were on a football team. It doesn't matter, you know, your age. It's the willingness to get it done, but not by yourself because you probably couldn't by yourself, right? And, uh, and I think that's the other cool part about the, the partnership between uh, Tough Mudder and Infinite Hero is that there's this blessed union of, of passion and, and sweat and mud and and, and mission, right? And, um, and even if folks can't get involved in the mission physically, they can get into it financially. They can get into it uh, by also being, being somebody that promotes the team or, or raises funds for the team, you know? Um, so I'm definitely taking this to my organization and, uh, you know, seeing what we can do. Uh, I'm hoping that we can get some sponsorships going because I think this is a, a, a very, very worthy cause. Um, and, and, uh, and I believe that it also has a pull through effect for people that, uh, want to be part of something bigger than themselves and that still have that esprit de corps, whether they're military or not, that they, that they really, you know, want to be part of this. So, and, uh, and like, like you said earlier, it, it's not about crossing that finish line or beating somebody's time. This is about just, uh, getting the mission done and then getting on back to base and, uh, and, Quite frankly, that's that's all we're trying to do as as veterans and and uh, injured veterans and people that have invisible wounds. We're just trying to get back to, to base camp, you know. And um, sometimes that's pretty hard. And and so my 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 personal uh, feelings and my personal opinion and my my perspective is everything about uh, being able to be reset. And and I can't thank uh, Infinite Hero enough for cutting that red tape. First off, putting it in front of me that the things were possible, um, but then also allowing me to be cared for. And um, it's, you know, putting your guard down is, is pretty tough, right? That's what most of us do in life. We've got a guard up and we, we pack things away in the back of our brain, um, and uh, which is actually what happened to me. I had no idea what was going on. Like I said, I, I'm a I'm an extrovert. I'm a, I'm a cancer. So I'm a lover, not a fighter. Right. I, I, I don't normally, I mean, 
I'm, I'm an artist, but I'm also a, a you know a scientist too because I'm an investigator for a living, and I and I really do peel things apart and uh, see how they work, and then put things back together. Um, but so I, I got kind of both sides of my brain going. But you know, when it comes to this, I had this stuff packed in the back that I didn't know it was there, and it started making itself uh, known to me throughout how I was acting, how I was feeling, without even knowing why, and. Um, and, and anyway, so that, that's just more of my perspective on, you know, why it was so timely for me, why it was so important for me to allow others to help, but also actually have an avenue that there, there, was, uh, there was some help on the other side of that red tape that, uh, that got cut. So um, anyways, uh, and, and I can say that uh, not only did I not go back to that therapy, um, was there regression? maybe a day or two here or there if I, if I was uh, having a bad day or if I wasn't around my circle of trust or if I forgot some of the basic tools were in my toolbox. But um, moreover, it, it, gave me, it gave me the experience and the, and the information for me to actually care for myself and, uh, and for also for my family to read the signs a little bit better too. And, uh, and that's kind of what it's all about. And I think that's the difference. You know, we talk 22 a day, 24 a day, whatever the number is. And, you know, I've, I've had, I've had battle buddies take themselves out and, and it's not pretty and it's not nice. And I should have read the signs and I didn't. Um, and I live with that. And, and some of those signs were super apparent. Some of them aren't, some of them just aren't, but you know, what, what do you do and who do you call? You know, you would figure, you know, this person, they're going to tell you, you know, all of these things and they're going to bring it up to you and, and give you and put you in a position to help. But that also doesn't happen either. So um, being, being somebody that, that gets cared for is, is, is super important, but also being somebody that knows where that care is. And that's kind of what I feel like my role is these days isn't to get the care. My, my job is to kind of let people know where the care is at because connecting resources is, 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 it's, it's what the game's all about, right? I mean, you can't get it done alone. You can't get it done in one organization. You can't get it done in, in, you know, it's, it, it takes a village, right? So. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that, that in and of itself is, I mean, it's an amazing story and I appreciate you sharing that with, with the listeners, uh, me and Kyle and, and, and Colin, you said something early, uh, early on, right at the beginning um, that you weren't as aware of other veterans and what they were possibly going through outside of yourself. I mean, if, if I understood you correctly, um, what do you, you know, how do you see yourself now as far as your awareness level and, um, and how do you see or how do you approach other veterans that you come in contact with now um, after your experience with, with the Infinite Hero Foundation? Um, are you... Are you looking at them differently or are you wanting something, you know, better for them? You know, it's, it sounds like you've kind of, uh, kind of taken on a different perspective as far as uh, now it's your turn to reach out and, and help others, you know, uh, like Infinite Hero Foundation did for you. Uh, is that where you're at now? I mean, that's, that's kind of what I'm getting. Absolutely. So, um, you touched on a couple of points, one reading the signs. And I think, you know, to start emotional intelligence is, is, is key, right? Cause 
for us to really understand other people, we got to understand ourselves. And it's not always uh, the best picture in the mirror, right? Especially when, when it's something we don't want to look at or don't want to uh, address. Um, and that's, that's part of kind of everybody's journey here and what we're talking about. It's something that's happened to them in their life that either has changed them in a way that they don't like or they're uncomfortable with or don't know uh, how to deal with, or it's something that they're just, um, that they don't know what to do. Right. And I guess, I guess in this, this kind of stage for me, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I've got bad days too. And, uh, and I've got people that I need to lean on and they, they, they keep their eyes on me and it's, and it's awesome, you know? So having that circle of trust is super important, having those tools in your toolbox, but yeah. So, so I feel like um, my, my perspective has changed in, in having that emotional intelligence to pay attention to, you know, who might be going through something. And, and this is, this is not just veterans, by the way. Um, you know, we, we, I can't think of a person alive that hasn't been some, through something so traumatic that it, it wouldn't have an impact on their life, whether it's a, you know, a car accident or, you know, an emotional scar, um, you, you name it. Right. So the, the tools here are, and here's the secret, like I said, uh, infinites figured it out and they figured it out because they're not in the way uh, they lead the way and they lead the way with others. And, um, and I think that's just what, what I'm trying to emulate and trying to be is that, Hey, here's where I went. Let's go guys and gals. And, um, you know, whoever wants to jump on cool, if they don't, I don't badger people. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't try to, you know, make them, uh, make them jump into a care situation or ask for something that they're not ready for yet. Cause that's part of it too. You've got to be ready. And I can tell you that I went through this, <clears throat> this brain treatment center. And there were some folks in there that weren't ready for it. And I had long conversations before and after my treatment sitting in that office with some folks that just, you know, I, I, I think I appreciated it more because, because I was ready. And I, and at first I was mad at myself and Bonner used to make fun of me. Like, dude, get in there. What are you doing? Get off your butt. And, but I had to be ready. And if I wasn't, I don't mm -hmm. know that I would, that the, the care would have as been as uh, successful as it was. And I think that's, that's part of it too. So being respectful and, and having some emotional intelligence to explain your position, what you think you see, and then allowing people to still make the choices for themselves, uh, obviously follow up and, uh, and don't let the conversation die. That's, that's super important. Don't let the conversation die. And then, you know, we're all salespeople, uh, you know, or marketers, right? So we know how to, to kind of spin the conversation or bring it up a different way at a different time, you know, in, in succession so that it's not going to escape, right? It's not going to be, uh, you know, an inflection point and then that's it. So, you know, you, you've got to, you know, you've got to keep these people in your circle of trust and let them know that you're still there. And, and by the way, uh, most of these folks, even, even though if they don't act like they appreciate it or they don't know how to emotionally say thank you, uh, nor that they need to, or, or even if they're still in a place where they don't even understand the help you're trying to extend to them, never take that personal. Never, ever take that personal because it's not, it's not personal. For them, it is. They're going through something they think nobody understands. And that's, that's another key, too, to, to kind of to put that in perspective. So, you know, leave the door open. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Yeah, what popped, to my, well, what popped into my head was when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Mm -hmm. It's kind of what you're saying there. Yep. And um, yeah, it, it, right on uh, it. 
in a divided country, which I believe we have, um, this event, the Infinite Hero Foundation, Tough Mudders, your perspective is, uh, it's the opposite of a divided country. And it is, it is a place, it is for events that are bringing people together and there is a common purpose, a common mission. And I've spoke to several of my guests in the past. Uh, I don't know if I'm the one to write it, but I, I, I wish somebody would. Uh, I, I wish we had a national mission statement for our veterans, a national mission statement that they would sign on to as far as moving forward and carrying themselves as a veteran, even after they transition out of the military, yeah. you know, and, and uh, plug themselves into the country or their city and county and state and, uh, you know, and live that mission uh, like it was a military uh, mission. And, uh, and so maybe someday uh, someone will write that and circulate it throughout the country and everyone can sign off on it, you know, and, uh, and, and we can all sign it like the Declaration of Independence, you know, we, and we can commit to that. But uh, I, I, I want to commend the Infinite Hero Foundation. I want to commend Kyle and Tough Mutters. And uh, I, I want to go back uh, once again, uh, Chris, thank you for sharing your story. Um, I'm with you, brother. You know, I, I, I've spoken to a lot of guys that uh, that have, you know, similar perspective and uh, I'm, I'm with you and, uh, you know, I can I can feel that struggle and and, uh, it, you know, you're in a great place. You're in a great place. You are um, you're now a servant and you are a supporter of your brothers and sisters. And, you know, that's uh, that's all anyone can ask. So thank you for sharing that. Uh, I want to bring Kyle and Colin uh, back in. Uh, we only have a few minutes left before we uh, before we wrap it up tonight. But uh, you know, I'll start with you, Colin. Is there anything else that you want to share about uh, this event? I know that people have plenty of time to get involved. Click on the links in the show notes. Get involved. Check out the dates, the location of the events, um, and uh, any any last words that you would like to leave with the listeners. Uh, to get them fired up. I'm fired up about it. And I, I know my listeners are. So uh, what, what else would you like to share with them? Well, I, I probably would want to comment a little bit. Uh, first, uh, you know, Chris, thank you for the glowing affirmation of what we're trying to do. Um, my pleasure. You know, one thing I learned early on in this journey is, um, you know, the VA does a lot of things. Um, and I know it can be criticized at times, uh, but a big issue I think that the veteran community faces is access to these unique services. And I think the VA, you know, probably rightfully so, you know, needs to have a bunch of stuff validated through science and gone through rigorous, you know, bureaucracy till it gets approval and so a lot of things that we're doing in infinite heroes is trying to build that access to things they would never find in the va we've funded 37 different instances like the one 
Chris went through. You know, our oldest son was in a terrible car accident and went through the same program, saved his life. I know that, as Chris said, some it works for some people at sometimes, and sometimes there's challenges, you know, and but at the end of the day, you know, there are people that it actually works for. And I, I think of these 37 things that we've put our shoulders into and, and seen the majority of them as successes, that this awareness of where the, the VA plays a role and where it, it needs some help. And what we're doing with Mutter and, and, and the work we did with Chris and what we're gonna do as a foundation is, uh, is an imperative to getting to a better place for a group of people that give so much. And uh, I just, I just, I think it, it, it's a sense of awareness about it is still way underwater. And, uh, and it's gonna take a lot of time and a lot of effort by all of us uh, to make a difference. We really, really owe it to these people to do it. Agreed. I def definitely agree with that. You, uh, you uh, I saw you shaking your head, Chris. You, you agree with that, with that statement? Oh, absolutely. You know, there's, there's so much more to learn. I mean, just, just look at what, what's going on, you know, in the world right now. I mean, we, we know nothing, right? It's not stopping people from trying to come up with, you know, uh, a, a way to stop COVID. There's not, there's nothing, you know, we're, we're trying different things in different ways to, to stay healthy. Right. And, and we're doing chow, chow, chow. Some things work, some things don't. And no matter how we feel about it, it's all, you know, without getting political or anything else. I mean, this, it, it's about trying things out and not, not in a, in a reckless way. Cause I don't want to say it that way. I want to say that, you know, what, what infinite does and what they bring to the table. I mean, they've got a, a serious board. Their board is, is people that I highly respect and want to be like someday. I mean, uh, since day one. So they're the who's who of veterans. They're the who's who of industry. They're the who's who of, of innovators and designers, people that think of things. They're, they're think tank people, right? And, and that's the other thing I want to say is that Colin sells himself short. Uh, you know, he's, he's one of us, man. Um, so he, he's definitely, so if, if he ever did take the ASVAB, at the right age, he would have been one of the guys that, uh, you know, was cooking all the stuff up in the back. Not, not a chef. I'm talking like, you know, somebody that's really engineering something so badass that they didn't even need Oakley. Right. <laughs> so um, anyways, I just, so I, I, I just want to throw that out there too, that, that, you know, the, the way that the board goes about choosing the, you know, these levels of care and choosing what's, what, what these five pillars are and, and how, and who's going to go to, go go out there with these solutions um it's it's amazing it's amazing and i think and i think a lot of that has to do with you know you know between eric and colin just having that like he said you know coming up with different different ways for a solution with the oakley way right the old school you know turn it upside down and, and backwards you know um that's super authentic and that that plays through that's in, in completely and i, I think that's why as soon as I, I, I met these guys and gals, it just, I was in, right. It, they're, they're not looking at this from the same uh, kind of perspective that everybody else is. They're looking at it from a completely different perspective and said, well, what if it wasn't impossible? 
So heroes and angels, man, heroes and angels. That's what they are. Absolutely. Thank you, Chris. I, I appreciate uh, those comments. Um, Colin alluded to, uh, and, and we're down to just a couple minutes here, but Colin alluded to, you know, the VA, um, the pluses and minuses. Uh, I see the VA as um, they're going through the numbers. They're going through the numbers. They're going through the paperwork. They're going through the procedures and the processes and the, the guidelines and and what they're not doing is they're not bringing their core responsibility, which is veterans. They're not bringing those veterans together in any cohesive manner. They're, they're, they're numbered and they're taken one at a time and they're put through the process, but they're not bringing veterans together uh, for a common good. And, and there's a lot of healing that will take place when that is done. And, and I don't think the VA does a very good job at that. Um, Infinite Hero Foundation, on the other hand, I think is right on point and is doing just that, um, bringing our veterans together for uh, a specific reason. And uh, without a doubt, there will be a lot of healing and a lot of advancement uh, made uh, for, the, for the veterans that are involved, for sure. Um, Kyle, I want to... Uh, give you a, a, a minute or so if you want to just uh, uh, give us some closing words and then we're going to wrap it up and uh, I wish we could go longer but uh, uh, we're running out of time so uh, any anything else you want to add uh, Kyle before we wrap it up for tonight well Brad just for your listeners you know as they consider after listening to this taking on the infinite hero honor challenge you know, the, the notion of a, of a 10 hour, you know, endurance experience like this can be daunting for some. Uh, but whether you're an athlete or not, whether you're just getting off the couch, whether you've trained or you haven't touched the gym in, in months or years, give it a shot, dive in. You know, the community and this team will get you through it, you know, regardless of, you know, of whether you are a marathon runner you know, or a couch surfer or somewhere in between. Uh, don't let the you know, don't let the experience intimidate you. The the cause and the mission you know, are crucial. If that resonates with you, take the jump, you know, take the pledge, and uh, and we'll see you at the start line. Absolutely, that that's like the perfect close, right, guys? <laughs> it is. Yeah, that was a that was a perfect uh, close. I appreciate that, uh, Kyle. Folks, we are going to wrap it up uh, this episode of the Men on a Mission podcast. Once again, this podcast is for men and women of the armed forces, all my brothers and sisters that are out there, and for the family members uh, who also need to hear, uh, you know, this kind this kind of content, so so that they um, are invested in their loved ones that have served uh, served our country. So uh, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, I want to thank Kyle McLaughlin, Colin Baden, and Christopher Lees for joining me on the uh, on the podcast. Remember, folks, this honor challenge uh, is going to take place in September, two events in October, and an event in November. We will have the event days in the show notes, clickable links where you can go sign up, you can donate, and, uh, and plug into this. Uh, it's not starting until next month, so you have time, but uh, definitely check this out. I think it's going to be a great event. I, uh, I hope we can get uh, the media on board. I think the media needs to see this. They need to see the power of it, the energy, 
the strength of uh, of the veterans that will that will be at this event. Um, I think that'll that'll send a really strong message uh, to everyone else in the country that uh, these people are still valuable and that uh, they they really have something to offer, uh, you know, in in our country. So. Uh, you know, I would I would love to see some of the Dallas Cowboys uh, uh, players show up to the event. You know, there's got to be a way to get some, uh, you know, big time athletes to show up to the event and and uh, let the veterans show these guys how it's really done. I think that would be kind of cool. <laughs> and Colin's laughing with me, so yeah, he he knows what I'm saying. So yeah, that's uh, that would be great. But uh, thanks, gentlemen. I appreciate you being on the podcast. Uh, I'm going to end the podcast like I always do. Uh, remember folks, uh, love your little me, take care of them and, uh, and give them the support that they need. And, uh, more importantly, uh, they, they need you, uh, that, that little person inside you, uh, they need you to be strong and to love them and take care of them. And so do that for me until, uh, until the next episode. Uh, I want to thank, uh, my guest tonight and, uh, remember the name is infinite hero honor challenge and check it out in the show notes uh, but we're going to wrap it up so for now take care of yourself and we'll be back in a couple of weeks with another guest and more content for the veterans of the us of a take care and good night bye for now First to fight for the right and to build the nation's might and the army goes